Depp influenced my life in many ways, just not not just music. How? Um, see, uh, see the good in everything. Um, even would never complain. This guy never complained at all. Even when he was working sixteen-hour shifts, like never complained. He's so easy to bond with because he's just a lovable human being. He really, when he loves you, he loves you, and he calls you every day to tell you it. He really does. While doing a delivery on the road, yo, what up, Questy? I love you. Peace. <laughs> and then he dips. The energy, man. The energy. You always knew he was in the roof. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm past the denial stage, mm-hmm. past the denial stage. I have fully accepted the fact that I am in the most toxic of relationships of all time. And Avec. I don't know how to get out of it. Who's it with? It's Do just, tell. You've met someone? It's one of these. You've met someone and grown it into a toxic I've, enough that's, relationship? That's the thing. In that's this the thing. I've been with this thing since I was like eight. Wow. Right? Right. And it's just, it's always an on and off thing. Always around the fall time, I pick it back up. And uh-huh. the NFL season started again. <laughs> and my heart stops right. literally every year mm-hmm. on week one because of the amount of stress that I get put through via the 49ers, via my fantasy football team. I really did think you are going to say cigarettes. You know, started when I was eight. You know, everything was pointing there. I wasn't born in Nova Scotia, man. <laughs> Not everyone grew up the same, all right? Not everyone had a cool uncle, all right? <laughs> when you're the cool uncle at eight years old, is that's a crazy life. My other toxic relationship from when I was eight was with my uncle too, ironically, but yeah, different. Okay. Different. You all right? No. Okay. okay. The Niners lost to the Bears. Yeah, that's tough. We were watching and you're like, don't tell me. You know what? Trey Lance needed Don't that. Don't tell me. He needed a punch in the fucking face. We're going to lose to the Bears. That is a Jacob Rackle quote from Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. I have friends that are Bears fans. Yeah. They're, it was wet, though. To your defense, it was really rainy. Yeah, it was a fucking monsoon. It was really there. rainy there. Yeah. To your defense. And I, you needed to get punched in the face week one. <laughs> you need. Yeah, exactly. Why start 1-0 when you can start 0-1 yeah. and have more to fight for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is a little fucked up. I was almost debating canceling the show today because wow. of it. It was pretty bad. But mm-hmm. then Chris Collinsworth put on a fucking performance of the ages on Sunday Night Football, and it was just an inspiration to any personality <laughs> revolving a microphone ever. This guy had no voice. He commentated a full boring-ass game. So I was like, okay, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. And we respect you, man. We salute you. Thanks, man. It's like the troops and then you right now, I couldn't dude. do it without Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> I got to pay my respects to the OG. <laughs> oh man you're, you're inspirational for real bro thanks man no worries should we kick this off let's get into the back page news man all the weird shit going on in the world first headline we got reads texas doctor performs a vasectomy powered by a rivion ev pickup so this is a quote from the story i think this kind of summarizes it all, summarizes it all. he goes you know how it goes power and clinic went out patient didn't want to reschedule dot you, dot dot <laughs> I th- I take this as a sign when you go to get your vasectomy. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, like, hey, the power went out. <laughs> do you want to reschedule? Or I can do it f- with the power from my truck. And then they, the doctor said they asked the patient, like, hey, we can reschedule. And he was like, but he mentioned, like, we could, like, power it through my electric truck. And he was like, yeah, sure. I feel like he was like, 
how much more of a sign do you need? Just- I, I think he's getting forced to get this vasectomy. <laughs> I think his wife or whatever situation he's in. His partner. His partner wanted him to get a vasectomy. And he was like, listen, they're not going to believe this back at home if I go back and say, he's, I've already pushed this off three other times. This is the third time that the power's gone out yeah, he's got when six, I go to get my vasectomy. He's got they're 16 not gonna believe kids me this too. Time. Like, he's got 16 <laughs> kids. <laughs> like, I paid. Oh, dude. Okay, keep going. That's it. Oh, that's okay. it. Yeah. I just, it's so, I just, I could not put my faith in a tr- pickup truck. You know what I mean? An electric one, too. This is the most unmanly event I ever recorded in yeah. the history. This, this is getting a vasectomy <laughs> with a, from an electric pickup truck. Man card. Hand it over. <laughs> yeah, Hand dude, it like, over. When, when I read the headline, I was pictured like... <laughs> this is this is I'm not joking. This is what I pictured. Like par- the truck on blocks in the parking lot with a tire off, and it's running like a <laughs> band to the drill that is like turning it like some 19th or century fucking surgery machine. <laughs> I don't know. That's where I went. I don't know. I don't know. Like when how many vasectomies can a full charge get you? That's could you? That's a marketing point for your car. Like imagine Elon Musk Tesla truck comes out and he's like you can power up to 147 and a half vasectomies <laughs> on the full charge of this battery <laughs> crazy stat i'd also like to point out too your surgeon general drives a tesla where, truck where's the quote in this <laughs> uh can you scroll down a little bit uh where is it yeah i took that joke from that guy but uh <laughs> so, yeah, no use that one keep going uh yeah Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they're saying, okay, the doctor is like, I performed what's likely the world's first ever Rivian-powered vasectomy today. The mm-hmm. first electric-powered vasectomy via car. You can just say that about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just kind of offbeat. It's- like, we can be like, oh, like, we're what is to believe the first ever podcast <laughs> with two stoners talking about stuff on the internet. Yeah. Actually, never mind. It doesn't work the same. No. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't disbelieve it. Like, because I used to have, like, my parents used to have a van that I could play PS2 in, you know? Like, I, and I feel like a, some, a machine that does vasectomies, I didn't even think you really needed a machine. I thought it was like a, just a pair of scissors or something. You know what I mean? Like, really sharp scissors. Like I, I, it was kind of just mind blowing to me, but I don't what? know. Yeah, that's and then what? You just wrap a band around it really tight, <laughs> really tight. Apply pressure and just hold it there for a bit. What? I don't know. Would huh? you get your vasectomy done if it was from power? Oh wait, no, I was thinking truck? of a, f- a circumcision. That's what I was. Oh, that's my bad. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. bad. Okay, no, never mind. It makes sense that you needed some a power tool to get a vasectomy. That makes sense. Yeah, you got to get in there. Yeah, I. I Sorry. Would you get a vasectomy though if it was powered by an electric truck? Um, I think no. I think that's enough of a universal sign to be like, yo, chill for a second. Right. Like, cause if I, you know, I like, cause you know, you go for it. And then like this story could have been like for man, this story easily could have gone like man dies from first ever vasectomy performed <laughs> by a, a electric truck you know and i just i couldn't live with myself do you know how mad my mom would be at me if i was the first man to die from getting a vasectomy that was powered by a fucking truck nah and for that reason i'm out 
I think you should be mad that you wouldn't have grandkids. <laughs> Either way, you're in the doghouse. You know. I would. As long as it's not a Ford. <laughs> I don't care. You I don't know, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about trucks, man. <laughs> or maybe if it was a Ford. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Next headline we got reads. Ukrainian hackers traded fake profiles of attracted women to trick Russian soldiers into sharing their location, report says. Days later, the base that they tracked them to was blown up. This is... Big brain. Fucking sick. I'm just going to read this story super fast so as we don't lose uh, listeners or viewers. You know what I mean? I feel like I just have to kind of explain it. Yeah, you're losing me right now. So yeah, just explain what's going on. I should just jump right now. I'll cut this. (laughs) (laughs) I always say that. I never cut it. Okay, I'm cutting this for real this time. Ukrainian hackers set up fake accounts of attractive women to trick Russian soldiers into sending them photos, which they located. What did you just say? I was reading fast so that we we can... See, now we're wasting time. Unnecessary. (laughs) Now we're wasting time. Anyways, this 30-year-old IT professional from the Ukraine uh, wanted to help in some way. He was a hacker, so... He wanted to help in the Russian invasion, so he recruited other hackers and founded a group nicknamed Hack Your Mom, which now consists no of way. 30, yeah, dude. She now consists of thirty hackers from across the country, and as a team, they pose, they catfish Russian soldiers. And here, let's scroll down a little bit here. Um, here, here we go. The Russians, they always want to fuck this guy who started it. Said they send a lot of shit to girls to prove that they're warriors. So all they do is target Russian so- young Russian soldiers, and it's like, hey, big boy. Let's fucking get this thing going here. I'm a young Ukrainian girl who needs saving from a strong Russian man. And then the Russian man's like, hey, this is where I'm at. And then they do like some fucking backtracking from their locations and then track it to this one. They tracked it to this one base and took them out. And then here it is. Here it is. This is his reaction after it happened. Oh, this is another guy in the team. He goes, my first thought was I'm effective. I can help my country. Um, this guy named Maxim said, then I realized I want more of this. I want to find more bases again and again. <laughs> this is a hung, bloodthirsty gang of hackers He's from the a UK taste for it. catfishing Russians in a group called Hack Your Mom. And now they've had a taste for blood and they won't go back. I think this is the only time catfishing is cool. This is so cool. This is fucking... Like this is when it's a military tactic. I think this is spying. Like this is like the, like modern day spy tactics, you know? Or is it guerrilla warf- warfare? I don't know. This is I think it's both. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, kind of like I, Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> That's where it is. This is innovative as fuck. It's pretty good. It's Ukraine pretty good. fucking Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Keep Try to end it really fast, <laughs> but keep it going. You know, keep up the hard work. It's ideas like this. <laughs> this is uh, this is good stuff. You know, when we pitch the idea of like getting militaries to fight each other, right, right. Ukraine. You know, I would have put them probably at they're the D two D three level. Yeah. Like they're making a stat, like a name, a push for like underdog D1 yeah. school. They're like the 11 seed that makes it to the Sweet 16. Yeah, they're like, dude. shit. No yeah. way. No Let's way. Go they're somehow keeping your bracket alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is big brain, though. I just picture, like, the messages to be super fucking obvious. Yeah. Like, you know when you get a fucking message. It's like, yeah. hi, sexy big boy. Yeah. It's like, all right. Eight emojis. Like, <laughs> Calm down. Why is Shania 8369543219 hitting me up right now? How do you think that's real? I guess they are probably better than that. Like, they're, they're software hackers. Probably smarter than that. It's like the equivalence to the people that, like, vigilante fight ped- pedophiles. You've seen those videos? 
people that no. pose as kids and then they meet up with pedophiles but it's like a 38 year old and he's like you're on fucking camera right then yeah, exposes yeah, yeah. the videos and dude, just okay. the ru- dude's life is ruined see <laughs> so I think it's uh, little- justifiably i'm but not that's i'm not you saying, you took I'm not saying i'm not saying that this is bad what they're doing i'm saying like it's Who, crazy. The pedophiles <laughs> no <laughs> <What are Fuck. laughs> i'm cutting this <laughs> <laughs> so you know you know what's a catch a predator of course you do yeah i was it's, the one who showed you the catch a predator. <laughs> dude there's another show i forget what the channel is but it's where like bar rescue and all those types of shows are on spike no it's not spike i don't know but it's like basically to catch a contractor okay and what they do is they find people that had botched contract jobs like they pay like this one person had a hundred k budget to fix their roof and they spent most of the budget and the roof was like non-existent like huh. literally didn't have a roof over their heads okay and what they do is they hire a private investigator through this tv show and they locate where the contractor that screwed them went and then they to catch a predator him like at a different house they like get him in and then they bring him in the house like oh let me just go get my husband and then fucking chris hansen but contractor version comes out <laughs> of the room and it's the same fucking what you, thing what's and, like, their reaction is like they know right away like like you know when pedophiles don't catch predators, like they know right yeah, away. Yeah. They know what, who Chris Hansen is. What's that ten bag of condoms and the wine coolers for? And like, oh, I was just gonna help her with her homework. Right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you have ten condoms and a bottle of wine. You add those together, you get a charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, man, save this. this. You're going. It's got legs. Keep it going. That was good. <laughs> All right, next story. Oh, you took my line. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. supposed to say. I know. Next I, was, story. I was. I was. I was hoping you would just jump on okay, it and be well, like. And then headline reads, and then I'd go. Right, right. A tiny town in regional Queensland is being overrun by aggressive kangaroos, and that's how we would transition <laughs> into the next one. <laughs> that's when nature's just run its course, man. And like the dinosaurs, we've had our time. Mm. You know, the kangaroos have taken over. <laughs> You seen a kangaroo hot fight? Hot take, hot take, but coming from down to the wire this week. The kangaroo, it's just about time before they figure out how to work a boat and get to the rest <laughs> of the world. <laughs> or they start overrunning the ferries up into the Philippines and start just hopping their way north, man. First it's Australia, next it's China. That's a good point, though. Yeah. Is We're fine. You can't really, the worst place to do an animal takeover is Australia. Is Australia. But the thing is, is that's where all the animals that could probably do a takeover are at. You know what I mean? Is that a coincidence? I think it might be. I don't know. I just, I find it funny to think like if, if, if Australia is like, <laughs> if Australia was like, yo, there's a disease that is turning koala bears into like bloodthirsty animals and they're going into neighborhoods and like snatching babies. I'd be like, that is never going to, that's really fucked up. But like, that's classic Australia. That's never going to affect me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just feels like a whole other world over there. Down under. Down under. Oi, <laughs> you fucking dragger. What's that show called? Big Les Show. Shout, shout out, out to Big Les Show. Shout out Big Les Show. <laughs> yeah, I love looked, Australians, man. Dude, they're the best. But like, I just find it so funny that like, you actually have to worry about kangaroos fucking you up. Yeah, like, People are having to carry around big sticks. That's not going to stop a roo. You ever <laughs> seen a roo fight? Dude, they fucking balance on their tail, yeah. which is stronger than all of us. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking boom you right in the nuts. Yeah, and they box, bro. They fucking, they fight. Fuck. Have you ever seen that video of the guy whose dog gets fucking wrapped up in one? And then the buddy just gets out and walks over to this kangaroo and he stands at it, knocks it in the <laughs> fucking face. The kangaroo just lets go of the dog and they run away, bro. <laughs> 
yeah, dude. I'll, I'll so... insert that video right when I'm just saying that. And I don't, and I, and now I'll insert the video of that super swole fucking kangaroo, dude. You're yeah, seeing that yeah, kangaroo seen that, that looks like he's fucking D's, dude. How dude, do you get that big? Like, are you training? Like, where? Are, like, what is your workout regimen? How do animals know to work out? Too? Yeah, like, and like, imagine how strong their legs are, bro. It's like their whole thing is their legs. Like, Power. like, there's a video in this story where it's just, like, this kangaroo walking up to a fucking... No, it's not walking. It hops up to a fucking house trying to get through the gate, dude. And then... But it's so funny because you're like, how could I be intimidated of something that hot... Like, how it gets around is just by jumping <laughs> really far distances. You know what, though? I bet you there's no situation where you feel more safe yeah. than inside a kangaroo pouch. That's... When Nicely I was, tucked away. No, honestly, I don't think people talk about like when you're a kid and you find out about a kangaroo and it's you want to get just, in that thing. Like, oh my goodness, just right? take a nap, dude. just nuzzle in there. Yeah, a little siesta. Get get stoned and take a nap in a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> put on some records in a kangaroo pouch, burn, burn an incense, and just fucking get cozy, man. <laughs> oh man, I love Australians though. My dad, I just have to tell. Like, I don't know when we're gonna be able to talk about Australians again. Okay. I want to tell this quick story. <laughs> but my dad made friends with an Australian dude right. when he went away to Europe mm-hmm. when I was like born. Mm. And then he told him, he was like, "Hey, yeah, if you ever find yourself in Toronto, like, let me know. We can link up or some shit. Look <laughs> me up." He's like, "Okay, cool." Years go by. Like this, they went away before I was born. After I was born, years go by. This guy, my dad gets a knock on his door and his buddy from Australia. He's like, yeah, he told me to look you up and I looked you up and I'm here now. He's like, oh, how long are you in town? He's like, I just one way ticket. I don't know. I just am <laughs> here now. He's like, do you have a place? To stay? He's like, no, but I could like work for you. My dad's like, I guess we need a gazebo in the backyard. <laughs> he just built a gazebo. <laughs> he stayed for a month. That's the Australian dream, bro. <laughs> Dude, like, you know how we talk about the American dream is like becoming like the most successful man in the world, you know? Australians are so mellow. Yeah, man. dude. Let's just it. build I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Canada for the first time ever. And if all I do is build a gazebo, I'm great so happy. It's great time. So <laughs> great time. Imagine that guy talks about that his time in Canada like that. Yeah, I went to Toronto one time. Didn't have a plan, just built a gazebo, came back home. <laughs> You, know? you should really try traveling. Like, you'll really find yourself, man. Like, Thanks for tuning the news. Yeah. Hope you guys are well informed after that. Let's get into this week's interview. Like, follow, subscribe. Like, follow, subscribe. Oh, fuck. I hope everyone listened to the full episode. This, <laughs> this week's interview, we got Quest, legendary producer, videographer, photographer in the city of Ottawa. And slash now, now art exhibit curator. But you'll hear more slash about festival that. curator. Yeah, so you'll hear more about that in like four seconds, three, two, one. When you're eating frozen mangoes, is yeah. there a point where they just become mangoes? Soggy. Yeah, soggy. Yeah, well, they they melt. Yeah. Is it like cereal? Like you just you like when it gets to that point? You ever put them in yogurt? It, it, I eat them so fast, so it doesn't really become a super whole bag. soggy. Well, no, not a whole not bag. A whole just bag. Like, you pour them in a bowl. Yeah. Right. You know, we're talking about a Costco bag, so it's huge. Like, right, right. Mm, right. Never mix with no. We're rolling. Audio's going. <laughs> Phelan's like, stop talking about fucking mango. <laughs> and they're perfectly like cube mangoes. Like, it's crazy. I don't know why and how it started, but yeah. Do you know what fruit I hate? Yeah. Just do the hassle is fucking pomegranates. 
They're so good though, bro. So tasty. They're but, the best. But like hard to eat. Yes. Stain really bad. And, like, they stain crazy. When you chop them, if it goes all oh, over the place. Oh, it's a pain. There's a there's a girl I went to high school with that would sit there and would just eat them, like have a fucking pomegranate and then use a toothpick and just pick individual kernels off. Oh. Like, in it's a, class. It's a weird way. No, that's like, weird. That's crazy. Weird. I love that fruit though. Mm. And it makes you work. It's like the pistachio, the best nut. Yeah. It yeah. makes you work. Second best nut. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> the fact you're working so hard at it, though, it makes you appreciate the fruit even more. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's, artichokes, you know, just the heart. I have one right here. That is an artichoke. I thought you were yeah. to pull That's out an artichoke. <laughs> that is an artichoke. <laughs> 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 just out of his back pocket, pulls an artichoke. Oh my god! Uh, Racco, kick us off. Bring us in with. There you intro. go. Let's do it. Yeah, man, Bring let's it give back, you guys man. some content here. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got Quest in the building. We got an exclusive interview coming up. This oh, is a special Quest. one, man. Quest, yep. you're an interesting individual. You have, you're <laughs> the producer of the city. Mm. You've been doing your thing here for a minute. You have a producer album coming out that features 25 plus artists on it. You're also a photographer, so you have a gallery as yeah. part of your rollout for yeah. this project, mm -hmm. which is insane. Very fitting. And you're also a videographer. And you're also just one of the most humble, nice guys I in the city. Say, I always reach out to you for advice. You're always there to help people yeah. out. Quest, welcome to the Down the Wire podcast. Thank you, guys. This is my man. I'm glad to be here on the second. Oh, we missed it. <laughs> second, yeah. Originally, it was down to the beat, which a lot of people. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Real you were ones the first know. ever interview in, in this, this building here. in this location. That's true. You were. Mm -hmm. You were. Um, and we still got our good good luck cock over here. Yes. That's right. Um, I forgot the second. We'll get a shot. I was supposed later. to bring one, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quest, like I forgot my second cock. <laughs> Context. Um, he gifted us a rooster. It's a Portuguese. Thank thing. you for mm -hmm. this beautiful introduction. Uh. You forgot one thing. I'm a co-producer of a festival now, too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> How dare you? Slash forget. homegrown. Homegrown. No, I'm just kidding. What you do, yeah. your research, Joe. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back that all around good guy. Oh. Yes, thank you. This is the so second year of your festival. Yes, that's right. And I've never done anything like this in the past. Uh, co-produce a festival and just... Manage a team, manage a budget, book artists, um, pay people, find sponsors. The whole like managing a project thing. Uh, I'm used to like managing a project when it comes to like producing an album and all. But this old adventure has been such a blessing because I say that to everyone. I've and I'm really, really meaning the best thing you can do as a creator is to step outside your comfort zone. Mm, really, yeah. really. I remember you saying. In the original interview that you guys did on Down on the Beat, you said the reason why you do photos, videography, and producing is because you, you, you get bored if you do the same thing over and over yeah. again. So just, it's very fitting that you're doing like, hey, let's throw a festival in the mix and see I, how I react. Yeah. I, I, could, I wouldn't say I get bored, but I get the sense I want to learn something all the time and something new. And I'm very, very curious by nature. Very curious. I'm uh, I, not afraid to challenge myself. Uh, and I'm not afraid to learn new things and I'm not afraid to step outside my comfort zone. And I think that's all beneficial as a creator. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be, it doesn't mean you're going to be the best at it, but as long as you try it and you be curious in life, you can achieve anything you want pretty much. And uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. And but I, I wouldn't say I get bored, but I, I like to reinvent myself. You get become Ooh. complacent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's good for the music production side 
to leave it aside for a while and do other things and then get back to it. If not, you get that writer block or you stop being passionate about it mm. and it becomes work. Mm. And that's the worst thing you can get as a creator living for your living uh, on your own terms and uh, as self-employed and freelancer like myself. If you start seeing your passion as work, it's going to get down a like down a weird spiral yeah. and hard to get out of it. So it's kind of good to put one on the side yeah. and work on something else. And focus on other things. But That's you're doing, what all, I did this you're doing all of it at once right now, though. Yes. You're going to the max. It's the final project, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. the, it's the boss level, yes. right? You got to do it all in one go just yes. to figure out if it was really worth it to and be right there. You just like put all the skills and, cra uh, and tools and tips you've learned throughout and mm -hmm. just put them all on that last boss level i like this an analogy every time you like we've talked about it too like you've you've kind of made it clear that this is a culmination of all of your yeah passions yeah all in one big project how does it feel to kind of see it roll out now well uh funny story the soundtrack idea snd trk soundtrack came in 2018 ish mm -hmm. um yeah because to get 25 plus artists on the same project that's got to take 36 years. i counted 36 them. total yeah Damn, on twenty five song, that's gonna take time to put together. But it didn't take that much long. No, I started in January. The original idea this year, but the original idea was twenty eighteen. Spurred in my head in twenty eighteen. Okay, I was gonna say I remember you kind of started yes. to work on this. Yeah. yeah, it was not supposed to be a photo exhibit. It was just supposed to be soundtrack a series of album, mm -hmm. featuring artists from the region, both sides of the river, Gatineau, Ottawa. So it started in 2018, that idea of doing an album compilation. I got so busy with uh, producing albums for other people, so it was always pushed to the side. Then pandemic arrived. That's where I my whole like schedule got cleared up for the first three months of lockdown. It was weird. My first actual ever break, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ever forced. And then I started sitting down like, okay, let's refocus and like... Let's try to do something for me for once. Not that I'm, everything I do, I do it for me and for the artists I work with. But this one is soundtrack is specific, specifically a project I want to do for me. Um, so that's where the idea started pondering. Okay, should I do just an album? No, I could it like include music in there, uh, photos in there, uh, videos, all my three things I do. And that idea came because I started seeing QR codes now everywhere too. Because of the pandemic. QR codes had the biggest glow up yeah, of the pandemic. They made the comeback of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that format was gone. Like yeah, yeah. no one was using Fuck that. Fuck a paper menu. Uh, Fuck yeah. the paper menu. So the QR code came back. I went to visit a museum, a, a gallery in Montreal. They had the QR codes next to the, the paintings. Not with music attached, but like explanations. I was like, wow, that could be a nice interactive way to do the soundtrack. Mm. So that all these ideas kind of uh, um, culminated and created this project. Then uh, rewind to January this year. That's when I started actually working on it. Mm. And shout out to Kingsley. She got me my first grant for it, for it as shout well. Shout out. Ever. Mm. Shout out. So getting the grant, having the pandemic before it, uh, getting very, very, very familiar and good with the camera, all this together, I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. It's time now to do it. And I started recording in January, and now we're what uh, September, and the project's done. Yeah, it's your best project too. 
I well, I hope so. It well, is. Like, I, I, like I've, I, you know, on not even like we're great friends, yeah. and like it's beautiful to like work with you in this industry. But yeah. like as a fan, as a consumer, this is I, I've listened to a good yeah. chunk of your stuff. Yeah, this is your best work. Thank you. Yeah, no, this is. Thank you. Your sampling was fucking crazy. Like that, there was so many different. Like I was looking, there were so many different points of just interest that yeah. was sparked throughout yeah. it. Like no two songs sounded the same. No, you really it felt like you were pushing people to come out of their comfort zone, but like still make something that was like you you know, you knew everyone had a place on that album. Everything sounded intentional. It was even fucking, your skit. Yeah, facts. even your yeah. skit. Yeah, oh yeah, we're on there. <laughs> Little teaser. There's you a know. skit on yeah. a song. Um, thank you. It means a lot. Um, I grew up listening to body of works yeah so albums yeah obviously this generation now this era i mean is all about singles and like fast mm -hmm. music right fast product and releasing new singles every two weeks or week now mm -hmm. um but i grew up you would actually listen to body of work album and you would listen to the album for ever well right? until until like you had something else that came out like yeah i i I, I'm an album listener too. Like when I listen yeah. to music, I download whole albums because yeah. that's how I think I get the better understanding of an artist or their ideas. You know what I mean? Like to have one good single off of a shit album is yeah. just like such a, like you got to care about the full body of yes. work. Well, I treat every song like a single. Right. If, uh, that could be a good way to see it. And I'm glad that you notice the the little intricate details around like the, the project. The black, like, like I was listening to Black Messiah. The Bobby Bagal track. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Am I allowed to say the names yep. of things? Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys not, are my friends. It's not released okay. yet. Okay. You guys got to hear it before okay. anyone else. Just yeah. you guys. Because we're down the wire. We yeah. do cool shit. Yeah. We get unreleased links. And yeah, so the, the like, I was listening to like Black Bazaar starts out with the sample from the movie. I was yeah. Like, that's fucking, that's yeah. genius. Like uh, Asakomo having like the goodie mob sample yeah. like oh man it was there's so you many... noticed that yeah dude what? Yeah. i'm so, okay you, i'm so come happy on you now. Know that. come on <laughs> now do yeah. you know goodie mob no okay i, yeah. I like you john i'm gonna turn this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, right. there was so many there were so many just great things that work like the intros and outros he's like, a rap fan for real mm, like jeez mm. you, you noticed that sample yeah dude who's that peeking through my window right. okay, yeah dude. perfect yeah well it's cool that you mentioned that because the whole project is an odd a yeah. tribute to the 90s. Mm -hmm. Really, really. It's, that's where I grew up. I grew up during that era. I was listening to albums during that, during that era. It's the golden era of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. Let's not get it twisted. It is. Everyone sounded unique back then. Mm -hmm. Goody Mob doesn't sound like Wu-Tang Clan and no. Snoop Dogg doesn't sound like Nas. So everyone sounded unique. And I wanted to do a little odd or a tribute to that era. Mm -hmm. hence why i shot the photos on film hence mm -hmm. why i wanted to use old school frames and uh old school footage and tvs and sample and go back to the sampling mm -hmm. and um back then you would sample a lot of from movies yeah and that, there's as well, a lot so. of like the intros and outros i couldn't really place yeah. those as well because I don't think I'm as brushed up on 90s movies as I am 90s music. Man, I'm but. so glad you got that Goody Mob reference, though. Yeah, wow. that was sick. I, I wow. was like, that is fucking sick. Wow. Yeah. Master Cuomo came on that track, Yes. Too. Pause. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Master Cuomo came for our throats on that track. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it definitely is a full it's body. It's getting personal, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is a full body work, though, because even the way you have the tracks lined up, yeah. like yeah. What, the way you place them, 
Yeah. Is there much thought put into that? Because it seems like it flows beautifully. It, there is thought. Yeah. 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 There is thought. Well, it and has to because the, the album, if you're an album listener, you know it has to yeah. flow one, yeah. to, one to 25. And there's a reason for every song. There's a reason for like, I'm, I'm so happy you noticed that because I would hate for people to listen to this project starting in the middle. Uh, Shania Twain is a big advocate of like listening to the album from top to bottom. She mm-hmm. even said Spotify removed the shuffle option off my albums. Huh. Yeah, she did. She did. I believe it's Shania Twain. Don't quote like, but someone big like that said Spotify removed the shuffle. I don't option. know how people their first time listening to an album hit shuffle. Yeah, like, what are you doing? I know. It's like watching fucking... a series starting in the middle. Yeah. You can't yeah. do that. It's kind of like, like a Tarantino movie. It's like no. milk before the cereal. Yes. You know? Horse before the car. I know people that do that, actually. <laughs> yeah. No one does It's kind of genius. Anyone... Milk before the cereal? Yeah. Yeah, I know people that do Did that. It's because the cereal never genius? gets soggy. You said it's Because kinda... you always pour the exact amount you can eat within that but I like, window. But I like when at, at the end, when there's a little little softness, the crunch. I'm not speaking for me. I just don't know how many people you know that this is- We know the same people. I know. Please point these people out to me so I can get them out of my life, man. Come on. Man. Anyway, soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> um, that just became a skit on the second yeah. project. <laughs> like, for um, real. But no, man, uh, There's a there was a lot of thought in the order mm-hmm. of the project. Um, a lot of the songs have been created in that order, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. I can, I can kind of see that, though, because... I, you know, if you started in January, what I kind of align you with at yeah. that time was working a lot with Bangs and Shandy, Shandy and the Surf. That's and, why they're the what, first ones. Exactly. Yeah. And I can kind of see the kind yeah. of transition. Yeah. Because you kind of have... And LN throughout the end. Yeah, and exactly. I just met the yeah. kid yeah. too yeah. and started working with him. And LN, Jay Chinaz, yeah. and S Reels on that yeah. same track. Yeah. That right? track's fucking sick. Unreal. Yeah, That's a proper smoking weed track. Yeah. That's a That's track. like fucking... S Reels, I like the way he he's so calm. Oh, on his you know he doubted his verse of course said, no shut the fuck up did. just go back home and it's gonna work <laughs> he was happy with it but man and that track is just a mix of different three different people you would never they would think. never i don't think uh, they would have worked together no ever which i love <laughs> yeah but you could see why they're towards the end too and yeah. new people on your yep. radar yeah right? Yeah, the start so, of the album is crazy though, because you have the the Chandy feature, the Bangs feature, the Bobby feature is insane. The yeah. intro to the album is crazy yeah. too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like the tribute at the start to Depp. Yeah, that was amazing. And yeah. then the sw- the beat switch, that was like that's Gorgeous. how you start an album. I love beat switches too. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I won't lie. Uh, when Drake started doing it on projects, but it was done way before in the nineties as first. well. Yeah, quested it first. I would love to, but yeah, take that. <laughs> honor but uh it was done in the 90s cypress hill used to do that a lot in the first project too mm. dj mugs uh was the first one i could hear i, I heard do that mm. in the 90s but no man i'm so i'm very happy with the end result even though i didn't get everyone i wanted because the list was long i got 36 names on there and the <laughs> list was that's still crazy but the that. list is 60 names so you're leaving the door open for part two. There's going to be 10 volumes. 10 volumes. Yeah. Wow, you already have it mapped out. It's like Star Wars, steps. man. Yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> decided that I want to do 10 volumes. Here, camera here. My yeah. goal, yeah. By, track t- by soundtrack 10, getting the John feature. <laughs> the John feature. <laughs> the down of the wire cut. Drop a verse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'll Let's start do right it now. We were supposed to do that way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be thirty-eight. Well, we started with I'll the be skit. Thirty-eight. <laughs> we started with the skit. Chris will be producing in his nursing home. <laughs> wow. Back then, it's this all is, gonna be AI too. So he's just getting fed oatmeal uh, as he cuts tracks in the yeah. bed, bro. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Me. Your stage name? I, it was Johnny Gems until yeah. I realized that Johnny Gems already existed already, yeah. in the city. Yeah. So I can't take that. He did have it first. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll think of one by the but end of the show. Here, here's MC, a, MC Scratch. Here's Smith, an idea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> MC here's an idea. And we're going to say it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say on volume two, mm. you have a verse on that. Okay, listen. We just talked about, you know horse before the no no volume two (laughs) and he's gonna do your ad libs he just he just (laughs) i'll do the ad libs yeah okay i'm bought in now i was about to defend you but let's do it okay cool cool that's the challenge right now we have it on tape volume two (laughs) you have a verse on it i don't care you could get ghost writers doesn't matter but that'd be hard i'll be your ghost writer yeah you'll be the ad lib guy okay yeah i'll say you have to get canceled on that album let's (laughs) let's uh let's play favorites here what's your favorite song on it i did this project with the intent of all of the 25 songs would be my favorite. Okay. okay. They're, not your, they're, listen, not, they're not your kids. Listen, and, Mr. Politician. <laughs> no answer is my answer. And Bullshit. what's cool about it is everyone's going to have a different one. Yeah, but what's yours? Yeah. I have a... Wow. I really like the NLN track with uh, yeah, Jay Shinaz and, and Israel. That I mean, one is one of the last ones we did. Um, actually, maybe the last one because Israel's is the last verse I recorded for okay. this project. And... I think it's my favorite. That track is sick. It flows I, so well. I fuck with that For track. three people that never met or never would have worked together. Did you together? get all three of them in the room together? No. no. So no. they still haven't met. Yeah. Then they're going to hear that and be like, we got to we, we collab more. And they love insane. it. Yeah. They love it. And I think that one is a solid banger. I like the Bobby one a lot. Bobby track's sick. He, met, he mentioned the yeah. uh, potential Next World 2. I mean, yes. Uh, yes. You heard it here first. That would be nice too. Um, a cool the dip black song has a special meaning obviously yeah, that's, that's yeah. because uh yeah that's the last thing we did together the leah, cloud uh, tracks, in, leah cloud tracks my favorite that track's sick yes leah cloud uh i she the lindison skit she's too. amazing like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so easy to work with too in the studio man that was our first session ever yeah that song how many times did you experience that like first session ever with an artist during that project during this project i would say uh half the song yeah. on it that's was awesome because i created this project for us to actually work on something for the first time mm. with a lot of people in there so like nln was the first time uh i've worked with jay chinaz before uh s reels was the first time leah cloud was the first time uh apollo the child was the first time that was crazy too king kimbit was the first a, time he's a poet yeah he's a spoken so word that was artist. a crazy way to start off that's why i wanted this mm. yeah i wanted an intro to be completely different like him in the streets just announcing the project yeah that's right. how i envisioned it right that's why can... on the photo he's holding a megaphone mm. okay, okay okay if you think about it yeah and he, the megaphone's on fire <laughs> too. Which is super sick. Like actually on fire. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't edit that. There's no edits on you the can't. picture. It's film. It's film. For you said it was your first time working with film photos too. Uh yes. Film photography. First ever time. Turned out sick. The gallery's I, dope. 
Thank you. The camera is my dad's camera from the 70s. So as, as extra meaning, uh, he shot us as a kid, as kids and babies on that camera. So it's nice uh, to be using it. I found it in the basement uh, out of nowhere during the pandemic. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot you had that camera. And I started working with it and it still worked. I'm like, okay, let's see if there's still film around. Yes, obviously, it's back in trend more than ever now. Film, uh, Galaxy here. Mm. Um Labworks, Henry's right there, all cell film now. And I started experimenting. And also, I like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I love to challenge myself a lot. I could have done the pictures on camera, uh, digital camera like I always do. I found it would have made it too easy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense with the whole 90s theme. You got with the going. 90s theme. Yeah. It goes back to that. Yeah. Everything in the 90s was on film. Yeah. When you see the old 90s source magazines, all film camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my, I wanted, again, tribute that era. I won't lie. The first rules were garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> garbage. Because you have to like understand the light meter inside the camera, the manual focus, which film to use for what reason. If I'm shooting daylight outside, I'm not going to sh- use a big ISO film. My first films were 400 ISO. It was too much for outside. Now I'm shooting on 100 ISO, 160. And you've mastered it now. Yes. But it's fun. It was part of the process. And again, I got a grant so I could like at least buy equipment and merch. And it was not coming out of my pocket. These taxpayer dollars going (laughs) to fucking wasted film. These photos of John and I are your taxpayer dollars right now. There you go. There you go. But I wanted also to go back to that tangible feeling. Mm. of holding a film a camera the the four by six prints yeah uh blowing them up uh using an actual frames not nfts no mm. actual physical frames that's going to be hanging on the wall the tangible feeling of going back because we tend to forget that the touching is a sense right as well that we need to experience not just your eyes your ears or your taste but your, your sense of touching so i wanted to bring that back but the first roll of film were bad now you see the the the, the, the new results of the latest rolls it's so amazing and it's fun that just for the viewers they didn't see it we just before this podcast got to see your picture yes as well because we i a- just came back from labworks right now and brought you the pictures and you see them for the first time today they're all sick we we're having a hard time picking we left it yeah. up to our followers on instagram yeah three days ago yeah yeah. yeah, can we see uh, the result for now? Like, yeah, we could post it. Yeah, we could post it. Um, yeah. um, oh yeah, I wanted to shout out Mac Musa who had the hardest bar. I don't know about it's the hardest, but it's the bar where I was like, okay, bro. Shout out to Mac Musa. Came with the bar where he goes. Uh, he's like, why are we worrying about? It? Why are we worried about size of our cocks? I'm into. I'm into women. <laughs> 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 or something along the line. Those he has the own like the hardest song on the project. Six, dude, the fucking. It's called Hundred Miles. Miles. Yeah, and uh, six one three three six one three zero five. Yeah, like, that's yeah, so yeah. hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah. Shout out to Mac Musa, Why, my we brother. Were... We we <laughs> family now. We work together like Dreamland Heavy Zeb. We're collaborators. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work a lot. He's a genius when it comes to the art of music. Obviously, he's a good rapper, singer. He's a producer as well. Um, I'm so blessed to have him on this project, and yeah. I'm so blessed. That he has the hardest track. Like it, it reminds me of a young Jeezy a bit. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Like the the, the hype track of the yeah. project. 
which is in my top just, favorites as well. I think Asakumo's was harder. Yeah, well, it's that a different. Track's fucking crazy. It's too. a different kind of hard. You had a lot track. of artists just snap but, on this yeah, project. To go, go back to uh, Mac Musa, he's uh, he's also fucking genius when it comes to marketing, promotion, and uh, and uh, creating content as well. And he's a wicked designer. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to have him part of the project as well. Uh, all the songs are unique, man. They, mm -hmm. they all have a different blend, different flavor. There's a reason why that song, 100 Miles, is in the middle, too, mm. because it's, it ramps up there. and then Got 100 more miles to go. Yeah, something like that. You can see that. <laughs> That's a good analogy. There you go. Uh, but, oh, yeah. That's also, that's also a 90s ode, too, with easy yep. 100 miles and running. True. That's True. Where I, that's where I read into that. And when you're going to see the picture... You're going to understand, like, the picture we took for him, for that project, is mm. uh, odd to Muhammad Ali, too. Old school pictures where he's running and training. Oh, and okay, cool. So, cool, you'll see. Cool, cool. Um, um, one thing I don't, I want to mention before I forget, every song, they're created on the spot. One session. So, yeah. it's kind of like your whole Dreamland session yeah. thing. Yeah. Cool. Never forget that. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a huge advocate of that because many reasons. On the spot, you get to be very spontaneous, creative, and you don't have the time or chance to overthink it. You do it now. We have two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever. We have a session. Me and sorry, let's say let's take Asukomo for that example, and we do everything on the spot. Do you find that you get the best of the artists? Like, I, I was do. just gonna say because I, I do. feel like I do when you when you. We get a little time, you know, to look at some. I mean, there's, there's. I feel like there's two types of people. Yeah. There's the perfectionist who will yeah. listen to it over and over and over again yeah. and refine it every last detail, or the one who's like, first take, Jake. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Let's not think too much more about it. I'm like that. Yeah. I'm like that because I think you're an artist, you're a creator. You should be able to like get your best shit out of of your system, yeah. your brain, your Don't heart. Don't be a bitch, dude. On the spot. <laughs> Not on the spot, for real. And I'm a big advocate. Uh, so imperfection makes it nicer too. I don't know if you mean like, I like, it, does, what, I like it has that. a bit like of a. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Mm. Like you'll see the frames there. Even one frame at a gallery is a chip. Yeah. But it's it gives it the character, mm -hmm. gives it life. Um, also, what is perfection? You could go listen to the same song twenty five times and. You'll get tired of it, and then your, your ears don't even hear it the same way right. it's supposed to. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys listen to the 25 songs. You don't see anything out of place no. or imperfect. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, I feel like once you keep recording, 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 yeah. trying to, you just hear it a million times. You're like, do I even like this anymore? Yeah, yeah I hate. And you, it's like when I'm editing these interviews. Like, you know, you'll go back and I'll watch the same part four times. And yeah. I'm like, Fucking idiot. Don't no, do I that. Fucking said that. <laughs> and to go back to your question, I think I get, for most artists, the best out of the system mm. on the spot like that. Especially also, it's a, it's the way you approach or present the session too. Are you? You yeah. can't be in there all stressed out and panic. Let's go. We have forty-five minutes. Let's get it done. No, get there, stay zen, like a Rick Rubin style. All right, guys, it's just me and you. No beat. No lyrics. Let's go. Let's yeah. start. Whatever comes. Yeah, you out. do the beat in the, yes. in the spot too. Yeah. Yeah, on the spot, and they get to contribute as well to the beat making. The artists, um, like for example, Bobby's song. Mm. He chose the sample. Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, Bobby, what type of song you want to do? Well, I saw this movie uh, two days ago and I like the horns in it. Like, what movie? Black Messiah. We go on YouTube, theme intro, the horns. Oh, shit. Yeah, they are sick. I start chopping it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, faster, slower. He contributed it's to it. It's a true collaborative, yes. like, collaborative process. So that's why you get the best out of them. Mm. Yeah, it's dope. You can't yeah. be there. No, nah, I didn't see. No, no. And also, I'm blessed to not be an overthinker. Yeah, like, are I'm you- really blessed. Like, you can't teach that. I was born like that. Like, for real, for anything. I'm not an overthinker. What do you want to eat tonight? This. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. Where you want to go? Over there? Yeah. Sure. What about this couch? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, no, but I'm blessed like that. And I think it helps creators. I wish buying couches was that easy. I'm in the process of buying a couch and it's yeah. not going that well for Where me. Where you want to sit in the middle? Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> But it's good for creators. There's stuff you need to think and plan, obviously. But for the songs on this project, no, nah, man. Like, It's more about feel. It's more about moment. feel. Yeah. It's more about the moment. It's more about, okay, Bobby, you want to use that sample? All right, let's make it work. You, have you noticed who's ne- who's who else is on that song? No. There's a, there's a second person. There's a female singer. Yeah. yeah. Who is that? It's not a singer, but or, she says something in yeah. the middle of the track. Who is it? Is that Curly? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because like, she was yeah, there. How are you feeling? How are you feeling, Bobby? Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Okay. Because she was there okay. during the session. So yeah, I was yeah. like, you want to yeah. like say something? Because there's one thing with me. If you're in the session, you're gonna say something. So mm. you're gonna record. That's why Kingsley's at the beginning of his Asukomo song. Right. And there's other people spread out around the project. But man, making music, guys, it's it's supposed to be about feeling. Do you find it easy? Because you're just like so in tune with yep. your feeling. Like, yep. I mean, like, I really do. You're very good at it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, you know, you've trained and honed, well, your, sk- honed your skills enough that now, like, I imagine that stuff's sort of second nature to it's you. It's second nature now. So, like, when someone's like, I like these horns, how are you going to make that work rather than, you know, having to like be like, oh, but that's not in my skill set? You know what I mean? No, I'll say, let's make it work. So, like, uh, how, how much you know did definitely make this easier? How much what? How much you know. Like oh, yeah. Just, you know, well, every- your, your experience and your, they say, put in your 10,000 hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I've done over 5,000 beats. I don't know. Like, I, I like has any of this been hard for you? Like, I know we're talking about, like, a culmination of all your skills coming together in an apex of fucking production um, right now. But <laughs> it's wow. all right here, right? I like this guy, man. man. But but like, it, not once are you like, "Fuck, man, it's so stressful going to run and get film." Oh man, it's so stressful setting up a gallery. I won't lie, I've I've had some anxiety, like stress, yeah. because I do it. I delegate work, but most of the work is done by my by me and all by right. me. But but I can't deny that I've had help, like Kingsley and Marie has helped me a lot. Um, my roommates and mm-hmm. uh, and the people at the gallery <laughs> they're so generous for me to do that over there too so i've been i've been surrounded by so much good talent and good people but um i don't think it was stressful at all as pl- the the making the music itself no that's second nature yeah um, that's second nature for me also there's a few names i wanted on the first project and i couldn't get all right whatever i'll just do a second volume and then move on. I don't spend too much time on the negative. I always try mm-hmm. to find a solution or right. whatever. Or or I believe also if it doesn't happen now, it's for a reason. So, uh, But 
making music no it wasn't stressful at all uh the songs itself that's second nature uh running after the films losing the first roles that could create some anxiety as well right. um the opening in the soundtrack exhibit was supposed to be on the ninth it's pushed back because of uh, a, a technical issue with a, one of the roles. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that, we move forward. But we move forward. We but that's going. part of the challenge. And I, we took the, some of the photos that got lost. And the, um, I'm saying that now and laughing because they're, they're going to be even better now. Mm-hmm. And, but also, I see that as a learning curve. Uh, also gave myself a challenge by doing 25 portraits, which is a lot for a body of work album. Uh, but man, what's I'm, been your favorite aspect about everything? The music, the photos, the festival. My favorite aspect has been the the numerous people I got to work with for the first time. Seeing them instantly uh, say yes to the project was the blessing. Seeing the result of people like leave you guys listening to the project and really enjoying it. I was like, wow, okay, that's perfect. Because I love my own project, obviously. but And you have to love your own project. But seeing other people love it too, that's been a blessing. Also, opening the, the pamphlet of photos for the first time. Yeah. When you go get it at the lab. And like you, when you guys saw it earlier for the first time. I haven't seen them too eh, before mm. I came in, in the in yeah, studio. That's a cool so moment. It's a cool moment. Those are cool moments. And also... Uh, showcasing it to the people and talking about the idea and what the concept is and seeing how they're like, wow, that's actually a very cool project. See how they're generally interested about it. That's very cool too. Well, and getting my first grant for it, bro. It's man, very, yeah, it's dope. That's fucking dope too. It man. is a very and, unique like rollout for, I don't even call it like a rollout for an album because it's like it's its own thing. Project. Yeah. It's like, is, it's the, is, the, is the project for the festival? Is the festival for the project? It's just like, it's kind of like it's all for each other. Yeah. Just kind of like without yeah. one, the other just yeah. kind of like and, um, dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't hear it. It's like without one, the other's just I was like shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not even worth no. going to if they're not all there. It's, um, but no, it's nice, man. Um, the whole experience has been blessed uh, since January. It, it's it. I love the project so much that I actually want to do it again and again yeah. and again every year. Yeah, in it's, September, it's been quite the journey. Someone call it a quest. Yeah, but I want to ask nice. before. Um, <laughs> you said one of your favorite parts was that all the new people you got to work with. Yeah, there's also a bunch of staples that you've been yes. working with on this project. Yes. Um, and in the beginning, you touched on it. You mentioned that all the music you make from this point forward. You're gonna do in tribute to Dip Black, the late Dip Black. Yep, so absolutely. How much has he impacted just the whole creation of this? Because he he was um, because you said you recorded his last verse for and it was on this project. Yeah, yeah. that's like, the last thing we did together. Yeah. The last thing you did together. Yeah. How has your approach to the album changed since that moment? Wow, I, I, not just the album, everything I do in life now, pretty much. Um, I, like I wish you guys would have interviewed him. I know, here. me too, man. Like, me too. you would have fell in love with it. There's no one else more genuine and authentic than this human. I've heard he was just a light in the room. Like, he light. walked in and whatever the mood was in the room got light. elevated. I could do a whole podcast just talking about this guy, this soul. Um, he impacted my life so much. In this, We only met three and a half years ago and we felt it felt like he was a friend of mine since i was a kid 
because we bonded so quick. Uh, first of all, he's so easy to bond with because he's a, just a lovable human being. He really, when he loves you, he loves you, and he calls you every day to tell you it. He really does. While doing a delivery on the road, yo, what up, Questy? I love you. Peace. <laughs> then he dips. That's where he got the name from. Yeah. He comes in, records, and then he dips. But yeah, what a beautiful human being that we lost, uh, the whole world itself. I'll never get over it, I don't think. Mm. Um, I don't think... Uh, I'm going to actually process this eventually, probably. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it either. It's weird. Uh, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. Um, well, what did it feel like when you were putting together the track? Well, the, yeah. Was Shout out hard, to Dozart who's on the track. Was mm-hmm. it hard to get through? It was hard. It took us like at least a month, or a month and a half, me and Dozart to finish the song. Uh, because the his verse obviously changed. The mm-hmm. sample in it too yeah. is just crazy. The like verse the, of the, the gotta, Dozart verse changed. Yeah, that was not the idea. Well, well the sample too. Like yeah, the, we gotta leave these tracks. You know and, how much um, time we got left. Like that. That just hit so yeah. hard in that song too. Yeah, man. like yeah. yeah. And um, dip, man, dip changed my life because I told you earlier I'd love to do everything on the spot. That's because of him. He's, he's he was, the first he was like that. session. Remember that? And he just did it all in one take? Yeah. That's awesome. And the beats, too. I, he's the one that was like, let's do beats on the spot. Heavy as well. I used you, to you never with. really did that before, though? I used to do it with Heavy. Okay. Heavy, heavy was my main rapper at uh, from 2017 to 2020-ish. With uh, Dreamland? Yeah. Who's on the project, too, by the way. Shout out to Heavy. I love his verse on the track, too. Uh, but Dip is the first Dreamland session ever. And that's when I started really doing those freestyle on the spot type yeah. things. And he was so good at it to write on the spot that I decided for the rest of my life or the rest of my producer career to do it like that. Treat every song like on the spot like that, like a Dreamland session. But I used to do it with Heavy a lot, but Heavy and Dip is the ones I did that concept or that format the most with. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. And But Dip influenced my life in many ways, just not... Not just music. How? Um, see, uh, see the good in everything. Um, he would never complain. This guy never complain at all. Even when he was working sixteen-hour shifts, like never complained. Uh, I never heard him complain about anything except maybe uh, LeBron James not making the playoff. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, but uh, now, man, he changed my life forever. Um, I still hear his laugh in my ears all the time. And, uh, it's cra- I just watched them. Um, it's uh, never going to process it, no. It's crazy because I, I just watched the music video. I forget the name of the song, but it's a song with him and Bobby. Nightmares. And you guys are on the tennis court. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. It just, oh, yeah, it just, that's, it just uh, hit really different. Juice the game. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It was just, it, it was yeah. different. It was different. The energy he brought, you felt it. So unique, man. Yeah. So unique. A real, like, I remember the first session. Different we did. sound. The first session we did, I was like, wow, this is the rapper I've been waiting for. Mm. <laughs> like, for, yeah. like I, I'm a huge fan of like rappers, rappers, like like Buster Rhymes, for example, mm-hmm. and the energy they bring on the on a beat. And I was like, wow, this kid, man, I love him. Where were you all my life? Like, <laughs> and we got a chance to do like 60 plus songs in this short span of time. And I feel blessed. I... 
yeah, I feel blessed to be able to have done all that work with him and all shoot all those music videos for him too. At least his legacy is going to get to live on with that and obviously unreleased stuff that me and Tino have yeah. between, between the two of us because he used to work with Tino and me um, and Diamond, the three producers. Shout out to them, which I love. And uh, it got me closer to Tino as well. And But um, not, we have unreleased stuff as well. But uh, the energy, man, the energy. You always knew he was in the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, what, do you, what do you think Dip's reaction to this whole era you're going through right now would be with you having the pro- soundtrack coming out, the way you're rolling it out, the festival, the gallery? How do you think he would react to everything? He'd be so proud. Yeah. He'd be so proud. Um, he was the first person to tell me, like, I'm proud of you, bro. Like, keep grinding. He understood like the, the 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 meaning of like we rise together. Like, if you win a, an Oscar, we all win it. For example, or if you win a Grammy, we all win it. Type mentality. Mm-hmm. He's a real team player. Uh, does it for the right reason. If you like, if Misha won the Grammy, he was so happy for her. Uh, he would be so happy for her. Um, team player man he'd be right there he's right there up there like uh, smiling and so proud and i know like um everything i'm gonna do from now on it's to honor his legacy and his life in music in my life and to be there for the future baby too that's coming okay there's a nice little uh, yeah at the gallery because there is a baby coming yes shout out to lyric appropriate name and i'm sure this person this little man is going to be a musician as well or an artist in general but yeah i love dip i love him he, he was a brother and uh, i'll never forget him i'm gonna live my life for the rest of my life honoring his like uh, his legacy that's beautiful man and at the gallery which you can go to september 16th yeah open september 16th opens september 16th uh it's gonna be there for a month but do you have a nice little uh i don't know what to call it I don't want to call it like uh, uh, in French. We call it a vernissage. No, like the, you just have like a nice like presentation for debt in the corner there. Yes, I do. I don't know what to call. It. Is that like a? I would say a tribute. A tribute. Tri- or tribute, yeah. uh, shrine. A shrine. Yeah. Yeah. Shrine. You have a nice shrine. Little... Seems a little too yeah, churchy. Churchy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I have an honor uh, section for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Along yeah. with everything else, yeah. you got to go see it. it and what's September what's 16th. crazy too is like the picture you're gonna see in a frame is the last picture I took of dip mm-hmm. last well. picture and last verse yeah that you did with him yeah well. so yeah. I, I know like you know losing someone like that can really you know that can set you back or like you can come out of it sort of how you have and how is it that you've kind of maintained this like i'm, I'm sure there's been those moments of just absolute sadness but like how have you kind of channeled that into work and to to you know really producing yeah, well, I uh, I feel like it came from him, that energy as well. So that's something he taught me too. Like, But also channeling it into keep going on mm-hmm. was something very dear to me. Like I would not be... He would actually slap me upside my head like if I would stay in the corner and mope around. Um, obviously, you need to take that time. Um, you need to reflect and introspect and try to process it. I took it. Um, but also I think the best thing for me and to honor him was to continue and grind even harder also. And I didn't want 
to sit back and be too much in my head as well. Um, not to like, like, or like toss it under the rug type thing, but I think my therapy is actually creating. It gets me and through my emotions and, uh, and it's basically therapy for me. Like whatever it's music, mixing a song, doing a new beat, shooting a music video, which I totally love. Uh, fun fact, before music, and we we're talking about movies before the podcast, I wanted to be a movie maker, movie director, or a cinematographer, but that's a whole different story. You got, you've directed a bunch of music videos. Yeah, ex- 165 to be uh, exact. Wow. <laughs> but for to go back to Dip, I think he just would want me to actually go and grind even harder. They say pain's the greatest motivator. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it created the... When he passed away, I was uh, halfway done the project. So he got me through the rest of the songs. And it pushed me to like go even harder on the rest of the second half of the project when it comes to the songs and and yeah, that's it. I I'm I'm just gonna never gonna stop. I'm gonna channel all these emotions and turn it into the soundtrack and make it the best legacy project I can do. And my idea, my point, and my goal is to have an exclusive of dip on every project now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I was wondering where that was, yeah. how you were going to do but that. But I, I do knew. have unreleased stuff of him, of his, mm. and that's the idea. And I'm keeping a, a specific verse for volume two, yeah. So you're, you're one of those guys who, like, it's crazy how much de- fo- how much time you spend focused on detail, but are one of those people that want to just get it out, get yeah. it done and get it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. not overthink it too much. Um how do those two things kind of coexist? I, you know, it's hard. Eh? It's hard yeah. to actually explain. I never really noticed it until you said it now. Like, uh, I don't, I don't want to like minimize the attention to detail aspect mm. of things because I think it's important. But I think again, I'm blessed to be able to understand what details goes where quite a, quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Quite actually, very quickly, and it goes back to guys like the experience. It's not my first album. I pretty much produced sixty-five albums before that. So, for uh, other rappers and stuff like that, you saw my wall of CDs. Mm-hmm. I was producing albums when we were actually in the HMVs and doing CDs and printing actual CDs. You know what HMV is? Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. Come on, man. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm actually born in 06, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so the the attention to detail and being able to not overtake it mm. goes with they coexist because of the experience I put in before that. The CD booklet for this album would be crazy. Eh? It would be. You know, like yeah. that would be. Yeah. So I'm doing an actual book instead. Oh, true. Right. Yeah. I did say that. A souvenir book yeah. <laughs> that you could be able to purchase after the exhibit. <laughs> but um, also, I'm a fan of details yeah i'm a fan of like all right let's put like a little um a, uh, like a sound effect here in the song when he says this specific things or um tiger tiger's song starts with a tape dropped in a cassette right, right. deck when you look at his picture he's uh, his picture is him in the street listening to a song with his walkman 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's dope. That's so dope. that's the detail. You're a big Easter egg guy. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Mm. But those ideas come to me right there on mm-hmm. the spot super easily. Just because of the experience, I guess, of doing projects after projects after projects. Right. And the best way to learn, guys, is just to release stuff and See finish what the stuff. Is, yeah. Finish stuff. I watched your fir- like our first podcast interview we did. This one is better. <laughs> just yeah. because we're better at it. Too. Reps. I think you yeah. also and I think you also said the exact same thing during our first one. <laughs> But you, yeah. your, your yeah. French accent came through, and you said, "Finish the fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's that a, could be. That's a, literally that's a that's like a saying we say like just, just finish the fuck finish it. the fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's a t-shirt. The or the album should finish like that. Yeah, finish the fuck finish it. The yeah. fuck Last it. track. Yeah. Did we uh, just come up with that on the spot? I just don't put too much the, thought into it. Just do it. That's the last thing that they get, you're gonna hear at the end Finish of the soundtrack. The Finish the pocket. <laughs> it's true though. See, like, see, that's an idea that comes because we're talking mm-hmm. and we're interacting and we're using our creative minds together. That's it. And I think every session, whatever you do in life, or it should be like that. You just exchange ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom said the create my creative mind wasn't gonna pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> Is it now? No, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> one day, my friend. But once my feature drops, one day. once my feature drops, one day. for real, for real, guys. Like, I, I, I love giving advice and stuff like that. But be patient, man. Like, yeah, I. I got my first grant for this project this year. Yeah. And you're 63. I'm 63, <laughs> man. I've been doing music since I'm six years old. So. There's a basement of his mom's nursing home. Yes. Right? <laughs> so be patient. Uh, Eventually, when you keep going at it, you do the reps, you believe in it, whatever you do, your goal, you really believe it, it's possible. You, you'll make it possible mm-hmm. eventually, whatever it is, man. I really believe that. And why live your life doing a job that you really hate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've said this in like eight interviews before, but, I, you know, it's the whole saying of like, if you work a day in your life. If you do what you love, you'll never you work, work a day, day in your life. life. Yeah. You know? No, but it's the most cliche. <laughs> Rolls my eyes. This is the most cliched shit ever. But, but it's it, it true. Is true. It yeah. is true. Like, that's why I'm mm. 63, but I still look like I'm 27. Like, <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I still look like I'm 27 because <laughs> I love everything that I do every day. If you're 27, I'm eight. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I will say one last thing before we go. No, I, let's keep it going. It man. was the part. This is the yeah, end of part one. Yeah. Yeah. Part two is just beginning. But I will say it was an honor to be a skit on the project. Yeah. Because we did say that. We're not going to tell you guys where. You got to listen to the whole album when it comes out. 16th, right? September 16th? Yep. No, it's at the end of the gallery. All right. All right. Let let me. Can I explain the yeah, project? Yeah. You, you explain it. Yeah. You explain it. So soundtrack basically regroups my three passions in one project. Right. Photo exhibit. Yeah. Music production uh-huh. attached to every portrait. There's a QR code. You're gonna scan it. It's gonna bring you to the song from the portrait. Mm-hmm. Hence, why it's called soundtrack. It's S-N-D-T-R-K. the soundtrack to the exhibit. Mm-hmm. And then, on the back of the room at the exhibit, there's gonna be a a, a projector projecting all the behind the scene footage that I filmed. 
Right, I, I remember, remember you saying well. that. That'll be sick. So that's the documentary style. So photo, music, documentary, all my three passions. And then the exhibit is from September 16th until October 16th, one month at the gallery. F- during that month, you can only hear the song there at the exhibit via QR codes. That's the idea. I want people to go there and physically feel it and live the exhibit. Bring back the sense of touch. Yeah. And being there. Yeah. And touch everyone who comes in that exhibit. Wow. Wow, pause. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God, John. In the heart. Come on. <laughs> yes. What are you guys thinking? He's trying to touch their hearts. Yes, I am. Fucking sickos. And <laughs> that's another skit, too. Um, so, yeah, a month there. After, on the last day, October 16th, I'm going to auction off the frames in the live auction Do with it. people there. But during the whole month, people can solid bid on it. So when you go to exhibit, there's going to be a catalog there yeah. with 25. And you can silent bid, a silent bid, yeah, on the frames, leaving your details and how much you bid. And then on the last day, the bid's going to start at that amount. Okay, okay, I hear you saying. Yeah. I'm going to fucking I was, fuck And all the frames are gonna... one-to-ones, and I want them to be in people's living room, Whatever I want it to be. I want someone to buy our picture yeah. just straight up yeah, and just my... know that they have that in their house. Someone has that be, in yes, their house. Yes, exactly. I want it to be memorabilia mm-hmm. in people's place, and they have a piece of like history, for yeah. example. And then <laughs> my mom just has the picture of me blowing tree in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bid on in everyone. The would be funny, yeah, exactly. like right over the toilet. I'm gonna bid there. on everyone under your name. Under yes. my name? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I have all of his information too, so I can just fucking. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I have all of your information. The studio is just filled with soundtrack <laughs> pictures. But I just, I, I, I want to do, uh, say one small detail too. All the, the, the profits, all the profits from the selling of the frames are going to go to uh, Produced by Youth. Nice. This local organization based from Shout Ottawa. Out. Shout out to Produced by Youth. It's uh, Samuel Young Eat and sure, uh, yeah. For the World. Those three guys are doing something cool. I think it's based out of Saw Gallery, and uh, it was there, and they show kids how to produce beats. So it's like an after-school program, which is cool. So all the profits are going to them of the selling of the frames. And um, so the project, I guess, would come out October October sixteenth on the last day of the the last day of the gallery. Okay. So there's one day. It's like an eclipse. There's one day where you can listen to the album both online and at. Yeah. The gallery. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. You could say that. It's a fun yeah. fact. It's an eclipse, you, you could say that. <laughs> Imagine there's an eclipse that day too. Like, <laughs> that'd be Whoa. crazy. Whoa. I guarantee there's not. <laughs> don't don't and, act like um, there might be because there's not. I guarantee it. And yeah, that's pretty much sums up the project itself. And then I'm going to do it again next year. All the whole and, like, you're not going to give yourself like a year break in between, no. just right back at it. I yes. like that. Yeah, get ready for that. Also, feature. I'm going to start earlier this time, too. So earlier than January, yeah. I'm going to start in November, yeah. Wow, John, John, the John get ready. I'm, I'm, I'm already. I like there's a reason I've been kind of disengaged, I've just been kind of going oh, uh, eight mile in my head here. You I do I mean? want to like <laughs> do something because I love the interaction with people. Like we're making people vote right now. Yes. Yeah. What the photo we're going to use. I love that. I like to involve people. So I want people to comment 
on this post or this link mm -hmm. names of rappers that should be featured on volume two yeah okay we're yeah okay yeah what's the result we have so far Forty percent like option one, sixty percent are rocking with option two. I like option one. I went option one. I voted for option one, and people are voting. You can't for option vote under your own poll. Man. I can, dude. That's how I won student elections in grade twelve, bro. I guarantee it's because I voted. <laughs> no for one else myself. voted. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the hamstrings of the other man, four people. And we're doing this interview right now. This is like actual. Um, interview it's the first time i actually do talk about this project mm -hmm. with people and uh for media purposes and marketing purposes and i wouldn't have done it with anyone else but you guys oh, i appreciate that yeah man. thank you thank man. You. yeah thank you i'm just sad i forgot the second cock <laughs> me too man i could have used another where's me the first three. cock it's up there ass to the door yeah I remember we said the ass has to face the door or else no, no. bad luck yeah no no the face The face has to face the door. No, yeah. Oh, that's oh. why we haven't been doing anything the past <laughs> My two <God>. years. <laughs> you got it upside down. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have a Portuguese fucking cock hanging over our heads. Just slowing no, us no, down. I, the face has to face the door. Oh, Damn the it. main entrance. <laughs> Dude, Damn for it. the past like year and a half, we have had <laughs> all this bad juju because of that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, go grab it. Real grab the quick. cock. Oh, grab watch, my watch, cock. Watch, Grabbing watch, the cock. Watch. <laughs> Grabbing the car. Yeah, hold it. Start now holding it the right way. And Look what's it. cool is you don't see a green one often, a green cock like that. So, <laughs> well, something's Wednesday. really wrong. Yeah, not since last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Oh, my God. Any final remarks? Uh, final remarks. Um, long live the black. I love you, bro. I'll, I know you're watching over me, man. And uh, we're going to watch over your legacy. And I mean, your musical legacy, your spirit legacy, lyric legacy, and watch out, guys. Um, soundtrack is, I'm so glad you love the project because- oh, It's the best, man. It's the best project I've, it's the project I've put the most heart into it. It's crazy too, ever. because like I've been having a hard ever. time listening to hip hop lately. And this was one yeah. of those things that kind of sparked my like interest back Did you get, it. oh, just before we could, did you listen in order? Yeah. Perfect. Thank a little you. bit. Oh. I started to, and then I did in a little bit. And I like, <laughs> okay. I got hungry, man. Like I was seeing names that I definitely wanted to see. They weren't in okay. order when I opened the band camp. So Just what like was that. I Your favorite one is <laughs> my favorite track. Yeah. Damn, bro. I think I I can't give you a favorite. I can give you like a top three though. Okay, right now. Not in right. order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the NLN Astrials J Chin as track. Mm -hmm. yeah. That track's sick. Uh, the Bobby Brugal track. Yeah. And it's a toss up. Between, I want to say, Asukomos and um, Bangses. Yeah. Asukomos, Bangses, and Leah Clouds for me. Nice. That one was fucking sick, too. That one was sick. Nice. Yeah. Nice. They're What's all your my favorites. Three? Can't say that. It's so tough to say a top three, who you, bro. You who's your, who are your favorite three people <laughs> in the whole world? <laughs> you, well, you guys. And then yourself. And right. myself. The three of us here. There you go. <laughs> John, I, and our cop. And my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I've been it. sitting here trying so hard not to do this because I thought that would just be... Cockception oh, wow. would be so funny, but I've, I didn't do that. There's a reason I didn't because that would be immature. Yeah, it'd be I'm weird so, if you did it too. I'm so glad I didn't do that. Yeah. Is, uh, did Feek listen to it? The project? I showed yeah. him a few tracks. Yeah? I showed him a few tracks. I would I'll be curious to hear his yeah. uh, favorite yeah. too. 
I, love I don't know if you'd want to hear his opinion. No, I'm he kind of has <laughs> shitty music taste. Because he's a fan of hip hop too, so. No, it's, it's fucking good, man. It's yeah. really good. But it's yeah, no, that's good. it. Make sure you go see it and buy those frames. September 16th, the gallery opens, the festival also yeah. that weekend. We'll put the link uh, address here too. Everything mm-hmm. you need. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the project comes out too. October 16th. Right here. That's it. Keep on the lookout for that. Quest, thanks for coming back on the show, man. Thank you, guys. You're my favorite people in the world, for real. Like, for real. Keep doing what you do. You're good for the culture. And that's why you needed to be in that project. No, you're my favorite, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm my favorite. I'm the kind of guy who votes on his own. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Do it. Do it. But as long as you stay humble, like you said. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Well, everyone knows I'm the best and I'm super humble. So <laughs> <laughs> on that note, two guarantees in life. On that note, finish the fuck it, folks. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. And that's it. Cut. <laughs>